You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. I welcome you all. God is set to do amazing things in our lives this morning. And I hope you're ready. Uh, because it's unto the Lord that his people gather. It's not unto any man. And so this morning we have gathered unto him. And he has stuff that he would like to do. A little while back, <clears throat> I was praying with another pastor friend of mine. And while we were praying, I saw vision. It was quick. When I saw it, in fact, I don't, I won't even bother describing it to you because it won't even make sense to you. It didn't make much sense. <laughs> if I didn't get an immediate explanation as to what I saw, I probably would not have understood it. Now, when I explain it to you and share the vision, it'll be like, oh, it was so clear. It is not that clear. <laughs> But what the Lord said to me, even as he showed me what he showed me, he said to me, there are certain things you accommodate in your life. There are things you allow to come in and reside. And when you allow them to come in, you think it is that one thing that came. He says to me that when you allow and you accommodate whether it is sin, whatever it may be, that you accommodate, that you allow to come into your life. He says it comes with his kingdom. He says it does not come alone. It comes in with its kingdom. It comes with everything it has. It comes with its influence. It comes and it expresses itself in you. And when the Lord said that to me, I stopped the prayer and I said, we need to switch gears. Whatever kingdom is in here needs to be consumed. And we prayed. And we prayed. And when we finished, we carried on with other things. And we've been praying, meeting, and all of that. And then later the Lord started speaking to me, and I realized that he wanted me to bring this word to you. And I was like, all right, Lord. And I kept praying. I didn't actually put down my thoughts. And I kept praying into it, and I was sure. And then the day I started putting down notes, as the Lord spoke to me, I started putting down notes and all of that. And I didn't realize that I had leaned more into another aspect and not so much on this particular kingdom thing he was talking about. And as I was preparing, I found that, yes, I, was, I had put it down, but I, I got... And, and seriously engaged with something else. And I was excited about it. And I prepared myself. I'd been praying. And this morning, I think it was just after midnight, I was up, I was praying, I took time to pray. 
And later on, I slept. When I slept, when I woke up, no, 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 when I slept before waking up, when I slept, the Lord brought a vision to me again. It wasn't the same one I saw when we prayed, but it was the exact same meaning. And he said to me, that is your focus this morning. He said to me, that is your focus this morning. Because there is freedom that needs to take place. And I know that you've been having all manners of experiences and God has been doing awesome things in your life. He's been doing great things in my life as well. But for him to show me that there are those little things, those tiny things that we allowed to come in, and we accommodated and is now sitting. The Bible says that you should give no room to the devil. It says, do not give him a foothold. In other words, if he says, I want to just stand one foot only, the Bible says, do not give it to him. Because if you give it to him, he's going to take over. You think he's only standing in one small corner quietly. He doesn't do things like that. The moment you give him a foothold, he comes and he expresses himself. And I started seeing early this morning, I started seeing all kinds of expressions of the enemy. I started seeing him expressing himself in different ways in the life of God's people. And I realized that it only came through the tiniest of things. Let me go into the scripture. Mark chapter 5. I'm going to read from verse 1 to 9. Okay, there we go. They went across the lake to the region of Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit. What did the Bible say? A man with what? An evil spirit. Not evil spirits. Came from the tomb to meet him. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even with chains. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? Swear to me, to God, that you won't touch on me. From verse 8, can you switch to um, New King James Version? For he said to him, Come out of the man, unclean what? Verse 9. 
Then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion. For what? He had an unclean spirit. I don't know what that unclean spirit is. And I don't know how it got into him. But one thing that is for sure, when he was asked, what is the name of this thing? He says, we are legion. We are many. We are many. In other words, when that spirit was coming in, he said to his mates, and he said to his counterparts, we have accommodation. Yeah. We have been invited do you know sometimes we invite certain things into our lives? <laughs> we say, we have been invited. There is plenty of room in this life. The legion that we're talking about, the Roman army, when they're talking about legion, you're looking at between 2,000 to 6,000 men. The least demon in that guy, at least 2,000 demons. The spirit that came in to possess one man came with his entire entourage. Came with his entire kingdom and possessed one man. Now, you may not be cutting yourself. And all this may not be, and, and as a matter of fact, as I'm speaking, you may even be thinking, no, I don't have demons. And that's not my message. I'm not calling anyone demon-possessed. I am saying to you, do not be ignorant. Do not be ignorant of the fact that you can open up a little space for the enemy to come in and he takes over. And he comes in with his kingdom and he expresses himself such that certain things begin to happen in your life and you think it is ordinary I have news for you. Do you know that there's some sicknesses that we are experiencing in our bodies that is a result you would think is unrelated to the sin or is unrelated to what happened to me the other day. It's unrelated to what I opened myself up to. How come I'm sick? If you look in scripture, you will find that Jesus, even when he was healing the sick, sometimes... He will cast out an unclean spirit. Which tells me that that spirit brought in some other things. It brought in some sickness. It brought in, listen, there's some failures that are taking place. That the reason for that failure is not because you did not study well. It is not because you did not do your homework before putting your money into an investment. There's some failures that take place because of all that accompanied that one small thing that we let in. Let me tell you something the Lord said to me. He says, I'm talking to everyone here. So let not one person sit here and think this is not referring to me. Every single one. Everyone that has had the opportunity. Listen to me. As simple as giving room to fear and anxiety. Is that simple? You say is so 
you know, sometimes we, as women, we try to be weak and cute. You're giving room to worry, and it's cute. That cute worry that comes in, that cute fear that comes in, that cute anxiety that comes in, it came with torment as well. It did not come alone. And so when you're thinking, no, you know, it's just me. I'm, I'm, I always panic. I always be very careful. Because there's no show of faith there. And when there's no faith, the enemy has his way. So if you're thinking it's, it's, just, it's just a tiny thing. It's just a tiny, you know. I'm strong in many other areas, but this thing of fear, I'm always nervous that this will not turn out. The Bible says fear brings bondage. So when fear comes, get ready to be chained up. Am I talking to you this morning? (laughs) You think it's just fear? When you permit it into your life, it comes loaded. It comes with its baggage. It comes with torment. Your mind will be strained going all over the place. Uh, Has it happened to you where you just think of something, one small thing that bothers you? And as you've thought about this little thing that shouldn't go far, You think about him, and suddenly he has many branches. (laughs) Suddenly, it looks like many things. Suddenly, you've pictured all the different scenarios. You said, what if, and what, oh my God, oh, ha. You have seen it happen. Nothing has happened. But you have tied yourself up. You have ensnared yourself. Why? Because you gave room to fear. And when fear was coming, he says, where is bondage? Come with me. We're going somewhere. (laughs) When fear was on the move because he saw that you were ready to accommodate it. He says, where is that snare? Bring the traps. Bring the traps. We're going in. Will you spirit that torments, that will cause her not to rest in God? That will cause her not to relax. That will cause her to continue to meditate on how things are not working out. Or how things will not work out. The new spirit that will continue to make her feel as if she's going under. Everything is falling apart. Come with me. There is room. There is room in this life. And because you willingly... Do you know, it's one thing, even when you did not willingly allow the enemy in, maybe through ancestral things that was not your business, it's still something to break that thing. How much more, the one you crossed your leg and said, come, come. You, you can come. I'm okay. It's just a cute little anxiety. Has God ever opened anyone's eye to see a demon? Anyone? 
I have. They're not cute. They're not cute at all. They alter your life. Yet, it was only a tiny thing that you permitted. One of the things the Lord showed me, just one that I will share. If I can, I don't know how to, to picture this. Okay, think of the mic stand. Picture it. And on this mic stand, the mic stand was, let's call it the spirit you welcomed. The one you, and I didn't say, say welcome, come and stay in me. <laughs> no, but you permitted. And on that spirit, and think of the mic as something that is walking. But on that mic, there were so many things clung to it. All right? Clung to that to this mic, so many things clung. But it didn't end with the things that were clung to it. It wasn't only the ones that had space to hold, to have a part to hold on the mic. Picture it. Not everyone can put their hand on this. Oh, put, put. It's over. But that vision, there were more people holding on to the different hands. So everybody was like, I'm coming to, I'm coming to. I also want to come. And so everyone is clinging, clinging, branches all over. But it's a little thing. Hallelujah. The Bible says, let's quickly open scripture. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. This morning, I'm actually speaking to you on what I've titled, The Kingdom in You. Now, we need to be sure of the kingdom in you. Because you see, we just assume, yeah, the kingdom of God is in me. What kingdom is in you? What is ruling right now? But I want you to know, whatever it is, listen, don't sit down and think, no, it's not. I know how I have prayed, even for myself. And the other pastor prayed as if she was going to die. <laughs> there was serious intercession, making sure that whatever room we gave, those strangers that are in hiding places because you didn't even know they came in. The Bible says the stranger shall be driven from their hiding place. So the strangers that are hiding that we did not know came in as a result of us accommodating that small thing, that bitterness that you accommodated. It's, it's just bitterness. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, by this many become defiled. <laughs> you know, I know the scripture, I've read it, I've quoted it, and all of that. But I began to understand certain things. If you allow bitterness 
Hello? If you allow it to come in, let me tell you the danger that you are in. This thing that you allowed in is like a tree with a solid root, all right? And what is bad about this particular tree is that it feeds other people. In other words, your bitterness, you can eat of it. And you can join her in the party. And you can begin to eat. It says, do not let it spring up and cost you because it will defile many. So it was a simple thing for you. But it is something that has many branches. And it is bearing so much fruit. And many are eating of it. And you think it's just a small thing. You think it's a small thing that I gave room and I accommodated anger and bitterness. I accommodated, it's just, you know what, I'm not, I'm, I'm, it's not malice here. I just don't want to really talk to this person again. You might have your valid reasons, I'm just saying. And I'm giving you day-to-day -day examples of how he comes in. And... You just decide by yourself. And the next person comes. What's happening? And you share the fruit of your bitterness. And that one becomes defiled. And the other person says, why are you, I've noticed you don't come for prevailing women anymore. You said, why don't you come? I don't really want to talk about it. You have, you have already talked about, you've started the conversation. Why are you not coming? Oh, I've not been able to, but I'm coming next week. No. He says, my sister, let me not get into it. Let me not get into it. And then if you're me, because I don't get in people's business. If you say, no, let get, I'll, I'll be trying. say, but wait. I, I'm not really feeling it. And the reason why you're not feeling it is because something has offended you somewhere. And you did not deal with it. And so you allowed a whole kingdom escort you. And what is most annoying is that you not only allowed the kingdom escort you, you allowed it to escort other people. Matthew 8, I think, says, if any of you cause what? This little one to stumble. It is better for you. Because that's to tell you how serious it is. It is better for you that the water, millstone is put around your neck and just, just go, volunteer yourself and throw yourself into the sea. Than for you to be instrumental in ushering in, in ushering in kingdoms into somebody's life. Because once they eat of your bitterness, it begins to grow in them as well. And you thought you only gave a listening ear. You accommodated it. 
There are things in our lives that are not working, but we do not link it. I didn't link anything. There are things in my life that should be going a particular direction, and it's not. There are things in your life, there are some happenings that should not be. But you are still okay because at least this one is okay and that one is okay. You, and, and yet, certain things never take off. Why? Because when that small, cute spirit came in, he came with the one that has assigned himself to this aspect of your life and that aspect of your life and the other aspect of your life. Came loaded. Can I tell you one more thing? You can look at it in many ways. Many ways. Think of the little things that you permit. The Bible says that the love of money is what? Is what? Is the root of? Wow. That's a strong statement. It says the love of money is the root of any evil that you can imagine. It says all. That means nothing is excluded. So when you become covetous and accommodate that love of money, Look, any, if whatever you do will not be a surprise. If tomorrow you kill someone, it will not be a surprise. Because it is the root of all. So when you accommodated many other things, every form of evil accompanied you, it. Because you gave it room. Is that not why people kill each other? Is that not why they stab each other? The love of money. But it doesn't come alone. Think of any evil you can imagine. It is that love of money. When you find a man that was faithful to his wife and some little money starts coming into his hands and then suddenly he thinks it's time to buy another side chick. It's evil. But it did not just show up. It's been sitting there. It has been there for a while. What is it that the enemy brought and you thought it was just this thing and I said, you, maybe you let yourself, you opened yourself up. Nobody was watching you. You decide, let me, what is that thing? They say it's called what? Pano? Pop. P -p Pornography? Yeah. You behave like you don't know. Then you decide to. Yeah. Don't be innocent here, because I know. And then you decide, let me check some things out. And then you check it out. And after checking out, you're like, oh, Lord, forgive me for this. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Excuse me, it didn't end with have mercy on me. 
what you don't know is that when you allowed it, when you accommodated it, when you let it in through your eye gate and it came in to settle in you, it did not come alone. Now, I cannot begin to tell you what it brought into your life. I cannot. But maybe by his spirit, he'll reveal to you. But whatever the case may be, whatever it is you permitted into your life, whatever it is you let, whether it is through your eye gate, like I have said, through your ear gate when you are listening to, trying to find out, so what, give me the gist, the load, what happened? And you, you take it in yourself. And when you've taken it in, some other things are escorting you. It is time for you to begin to examine yourself. And there is a part two to what I'm about to share. But we're going to pray. Because the Lord in his mercy, I believe is his mercy. I believe it is his mercy. Because the truth is we all look holy. The truth is, if we ever play our lives on the screen, it will make a good movie, hey? (laughs) Because the scenes will just be changing with the different things we're doing. But as long as we are presenting ourselves a particular way, we're okay. It is not how you're presenting yourself. There are kingdoms that should not be in you. That are in you. There are expressions of the kingdom happening in your life. And we think it's enough to raise our hands and just praise God and all of that without dealing with certain things. And you finish from this place and and, and you allow yourself again. You allow yourself again, fall prey again, you know? I had those days in Cape Town, there was this lovely lady. I'm saying to you, whatever you allow, it comes with everything and you must partake. You you cannot say, no, you just stay in the corner, I don't want to partake. No, it's it's there. You are one. And so this lady, this is just a side story, okay? Just to calm you people down a little. (laughs) And this lovely lady, those days, wow, things were quite tough, hey? And um, she she would call and say, I'm coming into South Africa. I'm actually coming to Cape Town. I would like to stay with you. Is it possible? I'm trying to eat. <laughs> and you know, you know there, have you been there where you are eating some food you don't want anyone to know this is what you are eating? Just leave me quietly to be eating my pap that I've been eating without meat or anything. Just, you know. But she would ask, can I come? And I'm thinking, she doesn't have anywhere to stay. Well, maybe she can stay in a hotel, but for her to ask me, you know. 
So I'm like, oh, okay, you can. First time she came, she's visited a few times. After the first time, when she calls me, can, are you coming? Come. Before she even says she's staying at my house, I say, you know you're staying at my house. Because the first time she came, even though I had nothing, when she came, she came loaded. All kinds of food stuff, because she came from Nigeria. She had all kinds of ingredients. She had smoked fish, <laughs> stock fish, a goosey, you know those things, you like them. <laughs> she came with all kinds of things. She doesn't have her own kitchen. So she can't cook it outside of my house. I'm the one accommodating her. So she, everything she brought, she's going to cook it in my house. And as she cooks it in my house, guess who is partaking? Not only me, my entire family. And if you happen to visit me at that time, you will partake as well. She will, as long as she's in my house, we will not starve. While she's in my house, I will eat things I have not eaten in a long time. In fact, she'll say, can we go to the store? And then we will go to Woolies, and I will go to Woolies. <laughs> and we'll buy, and she'll shop, and I will eat like never before. I accommodated her. And because I accommodated her, everything she came with, I partook of it. Every time she says she wants to come. Come, please. <laughs> but you, you come empty-handed. <laughs> All right, let's not go there. <laughs> you... <laughs> You cannot separate yourself from what is brought when you accommodate that thing. Everything it has is yours. Listen, remember something simple. The queen of Sheba, remember when she went to visit Solomon? That's a queen. Kingdom. When she came, she did not come alone. She came with her entourage. That's what the Bible says. She came with tokens of her kingdom. She came to show, in my kingdom, we have this, we have that, we have that. There's some spirits that are giving you tokens. You only allowed anger. But, but I, I, want, I want you to partake of failure that I have. is in my kingdom. But I didn't invite failure. Oh, but you invited anger. You must partake. It's part of the goods. And when I say anger, the Bible says be angry but do not sin. So in other words, don't let it get to the sin part. Because I'm not saying now that if you get angry, there are things, kingdoms chasing you and, in, and invading you and all of that. I'm saying if you allow it to be sin. We're going to pray. We will pray. 
because the Lord said to me, it's important, it is necessary. There are things, there are, there are things that God needs to do in our lives, that he wants to do in our lives, but there are certain other things happening that we're not aware of, but it's by his grace that he has revealed. It is his mercy that he has revealed. The things that are hidden, the secret things, the things that we were not aware of because we thought it was a small thing. He's, he's showing us today. It's not a small thing. It's affecting your life. So we're going to pray. The Bible talks about, he says, when a, a spirit or a demon is cast out and the house is clean but empty, he will go and he will bring seven stronger than him. I, is that right? So we're going to pray because there needs to be a clean up. All right? The consuming fire of God will consume every other fire, every other kingdom, anything, anything that is there that came in quietly without us being aware. Anything that has come in that should not, that does not belong they have to be consumed by the fire of God. It has to be consumed. And when it has been consumed and made clean, then we enter part two quickly. But I want us to stand up and we need to pray. You are going to pray this morning. Because... I'm not in your house, and I'm not in your secret place. It is God who sees in secret. <laughs> you are not in my house. You only see me here. You don't see my, even someone in my house may not see my secret. So we don't know what it is. But you know. You know some of the things that you have accommodated, even though you are a believer. So I'm speaking to believers in the house, all right? I'm not speaking to, I'm speaking to people, you and I. Even though we know Christ, yet there are certain things we have allowed in to come in. Ah, because we did not think it's a big deal. And we also did not think anyone saw us do it. The Lord is showing me that it has brought in a kingdom. He's showing me that what it has brought in brings limitation. It brings death. It brings all kinds of things that you don't want. You want to begin to free yourself. You want to ask the Lord. First of all, you repent for giving room. Even though the Bible says you should not give room. Repent for making room, giving room to the devil. And then you begin to ask, Lord, you, Father, you are the consuming fire. Let your fire consume every strange fire. Everything that burns in me. Every kingdom that is in me that ought not to be. Everything that has entered, come into my life one way or the other. I ask for your fire. Consume it in the name of Jesus. Come on, begin to pray.
the Lord is here to deliver you. He will deliver you. He will deliver us. Anything that has come in that is influencing our lives you are not even aware of because you don't remember permitting that particular thing in. Set us free this morning. Consume, oh God. Consume, oh God. Every strange fire. Everything that burns in us. Everything that we have accommodated, oh God, we repent. Oh God. Things that we have given room to knowingly or knowingly. Today we say we are not in agreement. Your word says can two walk together unless they're in agreement. Today we cut off every agreement. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everything that has come in. Everything that has come in. That I have allowed. That I have accommodated in my life. Today I ask. That you consume them with your fire. Let every stranger that is hiding in me be driven out. In the name of Jesus. Makatula brada yalaba. Lekitola ba. Majuka badala boshteria. Lekitondori ba sunduria. Jukatola bragade. Makatuka banderebe. You must go. You cannot remain in me. Shokatalaba. Mekatula brada yalaba. Mikatolaba. Majukaba.
Let yokes be broken in the name of Jesus. Everything that has gained access into my life, be consumed by fire in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ask his fire to pass through you right now. Ask his consuming fire. Pass through me. Consume everything. That ought not to be. That has taken room. That has been accommodated in my life. Consume it. Let your fire pass through me. Let it enter into the place that people do not see. Let your fire consume it. Consume it. Consume it, oh God. Consume it. Consume. Consume. In the name of Jesus, I leave my life open to you. I open my life. Consume everything. Everything that I've permitted to come in and has brought his baggage. Consume it in Jesus' name. Do not let me live here the same. Consume it in the name of Jesus. Drive it out of me in the name of Jesus. In the, let not one thing remain. Drive it out. Consume it by your fire. In the name of Jesus. Malibaba. Kereboshtaha. Kenterebeshunduria. Ketushkaba. Ketushkaba. Maketulaba. Maketulaba. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is. There had to be a reason. Why the Lord wanted emphasis on this. There had to be a reason. Listen, you know, I know he's taking us and he's wanting to take us to new places and new levels. And we can all sense it. And I, sometimes I see us get excited about what God is doing. And we can see it. And sometimes we can feel it. The goosebumps and all. But it's not changing our lives as it's supposed to. And so for the Lord to continue to impress this on me. And he says, I want my people free. And then you begin to wonder, can it be the same people I see every day? He says, I want 
my people free. And let me tell you, when you begin to have a revelation of the word and you begin to know certain things, already half the job is done. Because today you know that whatever you accommodate does not come alone. It is bad enough that we even accommodate it. But to know today that whenever you, you allow it, you give room to it that is not coming alone. And you don't know how it can alter your life. Listen, that is why there are generational curses that we deal with. Because of some things that were opened up, you allowed somebody somewhere allowed to come in and you're partaking. But the Lord today, today, he said to me, everyone here, and I prayed for everyone coming here. I didn't know who you were, or who will be here, or who will not be here, per se. But I prayed, and I asked him, I said, hey, Lord, please make sure. Because you see, the enemy will try to stop, because he knows what he has done. So he will try to stop you from coming in. And I, and I, I came against that wicked spirit. And says, you will not hinder the people of God. They will come in. And I asked the Lord to bring in his people so that they would live here empowered and completely transformed. No one here will live carrying the same things. The same things that were accommodated. The same things that you opened yourself up to. And it has been wrecking havoc in your life. But sometimes very quietly. And it doesn't look explosive. Why? Because you are not cutting yourself. There was a mute boy in the Bible. That was all kinds of things happening to him. Falling into the fire. And all, but he's mute. Do you not know mute people? Do they all fall into the fire? Do they all cut themselves? Do they all fall into water? Are they constantly trying to kill themselves? There's something else. There's something that's accompanied, that opened, that made room. We don't know what. But today, today, you are determined. And you see, for you to be delivered of something, you have to be transparent. For you to say, I have accommodated certain things. You have to come to a place where you say, God, you don't have to tell me. You have to come to God and say, God, I allow this thing into my life. I don't know what else it brought. But consume it, oh God. I cannot leave this place with it. I cannot leave this place. Consume it, oh God. There are things that I allowed. There are things I, I, I thought it was just okay. Oh, okay, I, I did it and I said sorry. But I didn't know that even though I said sorry, that there were strangers in hiding places. Consume it, oh God. You will not leave this place the same. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask in Jesus' name, even as you directed and you spoke to me expressly, Lord, I ask right now, Father, you are the consuming fire. I ask that your fire will be released in this place. In the name of Jesus. 
let your fire consume every stranger in every life here. Everything that has come in one way or the other. Everything that has made itself at home in the lives of your people. I ask now that it be consumed by the fire of God. In the name of Jesus. Consume it, oh God. Consume it, oh God. In the name of Jesus. There is no hiding place. There is no hiding place. Be consumed in Jesus' name. You little foxes. You that have been hiding in corners. In the name of Jesus. By the finger of God. I command you out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive the fire of God. Everywhere you are, you are locked in. Everywhere you are hiding. Ha! I dislodge you now. In the name of Jesus. I dislodge you now. I break your hold. In the name of Jesus. I break your hold. I break your hold. I break your hold. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I release fire on you now. In the name of Jesus. Be consumed. You cannot hide. You cannot hide. You cannot hide. Let the fire of God locate you. In the name of Jesus. Be consumed now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You have no authority. Over the children of God. The Bible says two cannot walk together. Unless they are in agreement. We are no longer in agreement with you. We are not in agreement with you. We are not in agreement with you. We command you go. In the name of Jesus. We are not in agreement. You need to begin to pray in the spirit. I see some trembling that is taking place. There's some trembling. There's some little demons that, that are trembling in the corner. But they will not remain there. They must come out in the name of Jesus. 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 Release fire on you. Release fire. 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 Malika Baba Baba Release the fire of God. 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 spirit that is yet lurking and hiding by the fire of God 
the name of Jesus. And we command you to be consumed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Release the finger of God. In the name of Jesus. Loose your hold. Loose your hold. Loose your hold. Oh, by the people of God. Loose your hold. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. No hiding. Lord, intensify the fire. Hey! Let it be intensified. Intensify it. Let it be intensified. Intensify the fire. Intensify it. Yes. 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 Intensify it. Yes. Yes. Let it burn. Intensify it. Intensify your fire. No hiding place. Mokata. 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 Makita kata. Keliskapa. Mokete. Pray for you. Makato. Mekikata kata. Rikato. Mai Intensify your fire in the name 
of Jesus. Mokata. Mokata kaba. Intensify your fire in this life, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Intensify your fire in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Intensify your fire in this life. Intensify your fire. Let your fire pass through this life. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, ah, I need to get to someone here, please. Lord, intensify your fire in this life. Intensify your fire. Let your fire burn in the life in the name of Jesus. Consuming fire in the name of Jesus. Makete. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you here can testify? It's fire. Yes. His fire is just passing through. Through lives in this place. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Today, he has accomplished. He has accomplished. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh! You, you, you know, this is amazing. It's like spring cleaning. Both in the natural and in the spirit. Cleaned out. Cleaned out. How many of you know? Cleaned out. Never again. Never again. Will you have room in my life? Never again. Will you be accommodated in my life? Never again. Hallelujah. Now, you need to know one thing. If you sit for a minute, I'll share with you. One, I won't take five minutes even. Thank you, Lord. Colossians 1, 24 to 27. Before, we were not so sure. So you see, those messages, the kingdom in you. This is the kingdom in you now. And I'll rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is, in, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations. Listen to me. Let's put hold on him. There were things that were hidden before, even though it's in scripture, but they were hidden. But the Lord, by revelation, made it clear Amen. so that we have dealt with it. But there's another mystery that you need to know and you need to walk in. Amen. Amen. But now, the Bible says, has been revealed to his saints. And 27 is where I'm going. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. What is the mystery? Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Come on, can you clap and shout to the Lord? Tell somebody, Christ isn't me. Christ is me. Yeah. Not all those nonsense. Those things. Christ isn't me. He says, Christ in me. It's the same principle. Whatever Christ is, if he's in me, then have Everything he carries is in me. Christ is in me. There is no failure in me because Christ is in me. 
chosen me, I carry power. Colossians 2. Let's look at verse 9 and 10. Because you see, if we say Christ is in you. Remember the lady I told you when she comes? It was important for me to know what she came with (laughs) so that I could partake of it. Hey. You need to know, if we're saying Christ is in you, it means everything in Christ is inside me. So, I therefore need to know what is in Christ that is in me. All things have passed away. That other thing is over. New chapter. Christ in me. The Bible says, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. In who? In Christ. It says in Christ dwells all the fullness. Not half. Not a quarter. All the fullness of the Godhead. In other words, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. In Christ. In other words, the power of God is in Christ. The nature of God is in Christ. The mind of God is in Christ. Everything that God has, everything that the Spirit has, the entirety of the Godhead, the Bible says, is in him. And he also tells me that he is in me. Christ in me. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Keep going. Read it with me. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Can you shout to the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. You, 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 you know there are things you get. And when you get it, it does something for you. You, you just get excited. You know, I'm encouraging you to shout, but you don't even need to be encouraged. Why? He says, because of the fullness of the Godhead that is in me, I am complete. There is nothing missing. And there is nothing broken. I am complete. Tell your neighbor, I am complete in him. I am complete in him. I am complete in him. Who is, you need to see this, who is the head of all principality and power. If you you are complete in the one who is the head of all principality and power, then it means you are the head of all principality and power. It means you begin to live your life. You live your life like one who is complete in him. And you live your life like one who is head over principalities and power. In other words, when those things come again, when those little things resurface, that's right. You show them who is boss. 
you let them know that you are under my feet. I am above you. You can no longer ride in me. Before I was ignorant and I allowed you access. But now I need you to know that I am above you. Where I come from, we say we're not mates. And you know when you say to say it with arrogance. Say we're not mates. Instead of telling that to your sister. Tell the enemy. We are not mates. Christ is in me. This is a message for another day. But I wanted you to know that you are complete. So don't be empty. You are clean, but don't be empty. Because if you are empty, resurface. But today you need to stand and begin to say, Christ is in me. You see, on, uh, the problem with us is, if I tell you Christ is in me, you believe, isn't it? Yes. But do you know the same Christ is in you? The Christ in Apostle Paul is the, is the Christ in Apile Apile. Amen. Amen. There is not mini Christ. Because he's not expressing himself like he expressed in Apostle Paul doesn't mean that the Christ in you is smaller than the one in Apostle Paul. It only means that you don't know how to express him. He's in you. He's in us. We need to start expressing him. We need to start living like people that are carrying the fullness of the Godhead. He says, if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within you. He says, that same spirit, the spirit of Christ. He says, it will quicken your mortal body. Here is what the Lord said to me when he brought this to me. He said, you need to stop waiting for crisis. Because it is when you've heard, oh, it is cancer, that you start panicking and praying what we call fire brigade prayer. And sometimes your faith hasn't been developed to that place. And you're like, oh, something must happen. And Lord said to me, you need to come. When I wake up every day, I say, Lord, I thank you for Christ who is in me. Every time you get up with the consciousness, Christ is in me. Christ is in me. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within me. Whether I am sick or not sick. That spirit quickens my mortal body. My body is quickened by the spirit of God. My body is quickened. Don't wait. Don't wait for an emergency. I, I want to say to you, if you can continue like this, if you can by faith activate what is in you, there are things you only hear about but you won't experience. Christ in you. So we thank you, Lord, this morning. Thank you for your fullness. For the fullness that is in us. The Bible says we are complete. We are complete in you. We are complete in you. We rise from this place with the consciousness of Christ who is in us. We arise from this place. Walking in power. Yes, 
we arise from this place with an expectation of everything that Christ is to manifest through us, to be expressed through us, everything that is in Christ. Today, oh God, from this day forward, we see it expressed in our life. We walk in it. We walk in it. We walk in it from this day forward. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Come on, praise the Lord this morning. Bless his name. Bless the Lord. Uh, I said bless the Lord, not me. And for what he has done. Because sometimes it doesn't open our eyes to see certain things. But if you can just imagine what he has done, you will praise him. Praise the Lord this morning. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we bless you. We bless you, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your word. Thank you for your word, Lord, for the goodness that you... This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.